Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. If you're enjoying the podcast and want to help us out, Seven Lamb is on Patreon. There are several tiers to choose from, each with their own unique perks. It takes a lot of effort, time, and money to create all the podcasts we do, so any amount helps us out. We also want to thank all of our current patrons. You guys help us keep going. If you want to see what we have to offer, go to patreon.com slash 7lamb. The number 7, L-A-M-B. Thanks and enjoy the show. Seven Lamb Productions presents to you End of All Hope Season 4 Episode 15 Clear Roads Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Did you finish with the basement area? You mean the hideout? Yeah. Gathered everything I could fit. Weapons? All of them. Left food, though. Don't have the room. It's a good problem to have. How you holding up? I'm still shaky, but it'll pass. You need to talk to Jay. (sighs) I always need to talk to Jay. After we got back to the house last night, I stayed to the kitchen. When I did emerge, Jay was quick to move from the living room to the bedroom. Kylie told me he didn't sleep at all. Hell... None of us did. He feels bad. You gonna say I went hard on him? No. You guys have known each other longer. That's for you to decide. I'm just letting you know he feels bad. (sighs) We gotta be able to rely on him. I don't know how many times I can remind him of the dangers out here. Well, he got a first-hand look last night. Yeah, but it wasn't the first time, Kylie. I know. But it still isn't easy to cope with. Are you really okay? I've... never killed anyone before. Shriekers, thrashers, stalkers, sure, but people? That's something different. I know. I take it last night wasn't your first time. No. Sadly, it wasn't. And it never gets easier. The killing, that is. But coping does. The more you do it, the easier it is for you to suppress your feelings, your morals. Hey, if it's ever between us and them, I'll choose us. I want Jay to feel the same way. Honestly, I'm glad you were here last night. Let's just hope this doesn't become a common occurrence. Now does my admiration for the zone make sense? The zone? Sure. Roger? 
Never. <laughs> I'm ready. I spun around to see Jay, head down with his backpack draped over his shoulder, like a kid upset about going to school. Okay. Jay, give me your pack. I'll attach it. Without a fight, he threw his backpack to Kylie. That was surprising. We'll travel slow today. None of us got much sleep last night, and the sun is out in full force. Sounds good to me. The storm had passed before the sun rose. It was warm, and the area was nearly dry. Jay didn't look at me at all. He went over to Kylie and watched her load his bag. There we are. Good to go. I'm going to do one more quick check. You look tired. So do you. <laughs> That's because I am. I think all that adrenaline is finally wearing off. Hopefully the beating sun can keep me going. Do you want sunscreen? Already put some on, but thanks. Okay. Did, um, Amber say anything about me? Like what? Is he still mad? Jay, all that last night was because we were attacked. It's the same thing as when we went into the city to find you. Yeah, but I'm not a child. Who said you were? Ambridge treats me like I am, and sometimes you do too, but I'm not. I took care of the snake in your sleeping bag, I found a way into the city when I was looking for a vehicle, and I killed Harris when he was turning. I can take care of myself. But it's not about that, Jay. Me and Ambridge are here too. We have to look out for each other. I couldn't pull the trigger, but if it came down to it, I could. Could you? If she was hurting you? Or Ambridge? Yes. <laughs> okay, then. All right, that's it. We'd love to take more food, but we can't carry it. We have enough to get us far. Right. We'll stick to the same road today. You lead. You want to drive? No. You can. What's up? Gotta take a leak. Ambridge walked off behind a bush. I guess I'll go too. Days later, we found ourselves in Arizona. Where exactly? We weren't sure. Fact, yesterday we got a bit lost, even though Ambridge didn't want to admit it. We developed a routine which was working for us. Leave early, rest midday, and get back on the road until dusk. We always kept an eye out for a good camping spot. We only had a few run-ins with thrashers and shriekers. Nothing we couldn't handle. Maybe we should do lunch now. You hungry? Not really. Okay. Shouldn't we find a better spot? Yeah, but we haven't passed much. Are we heading the right way? We are now. You sure? I'm not sure about anything, Jay. I've never been here. Hey, do you guys hear that? Hear what? Oh shit, shriekers? I don't think so. Over the hill, a herd of bighorn. Are those antelope? Pronghorn? No. Bighorn sheep. They're running from something. That's not good. There was no cover anywhere. Over here. 
Ambridge led his bike down off the road and into a grouping of shrubs. He laid the bike on its side. Kylie did the same. We all crouched down by the shrubs and watched the hill. More and more sheep came over the top. They ran by us and across the road. There it is. The large alien ship glided over the horizon, momentarily blocking the sun. Is that one of the larger ones? Like, the one in Denver? I don't think so. It's not spraying anything. Good. The wind picked up as the ship passed by, kicking up sand and other debris. We all shielded our eyes. It took nearly five minutes for the ship to finally pass by. Do you think they'd be able to see us? I don't know, but no need to chance it. I got sand in my eye. Could have been worse. Could have swallowed more of that shit. And to think, I was worried about just getting it on my clothes. You guys once ate the stuff. Not on purpose. Should we look for a better spot? I say so. Maybe something with a roof? Didn't work out so well last time. Ambridge looked over to me as he grabbed his bike. The sun's killing me right now. Let's go. We'll find something. We pushed the bikes back up onto the road. You sure you don't want to drive? No. I climbed onto the bike and let Kylie get on in front of me. We waited for a few straggling bighorn to cross the road. Days passed and we were making good distance. Right now we were somewhere between I-40 and I-10. We were able to avoid Phoenix, which was good. We still had several run-ins with thrashers, but not many shriekers. And anytime we heard a random car, saw lights, we took a different path. Ambridge and Kylie wanted to avoid people as well. And I was okay with that. We have fire? We have fire. Wow. Warm meal tonight. You going hunting? Yeah. You want my bow? I think I'll make this easy on myself. That's going to make noise. I got a suppressor on it. Jay came out of the brush sipping up his fly. We hadn't talked much since that night. I felt bad for losing my cool, but also I think it was warranted. Just make sure to get something big enough for all of us. I'm hungry. The woman wants, the woman gets. Jay, you want to join? Join what? The hunt! The woman wants a meal and it's up to us men to get it for her. Oh, please. I'm okay. I'm just going to eat my jerky. Come on, Jay. I got a fire going. We stopped early today so we can make a good meal. We deserve it. I could use some help, man. Really? Yeah. Let's go get dinner. I didn't wait for a reply. I patted him on the back and started walking. After about ten steps, I could hear him following. What about Kylie? What about her? Should... We leave her? We won't go far. Let's see if we can find something over this ridge. I heard sheep earlier. More of those bighorn. What if it gets dark? Jay, we stopped early today. We have two hours before the sun's down. We should have traveled more then. It won't kill us to take a rest, Jay. We made it this far in a short amount of time. No. We got lost a lot. We were never lost, just sidetracked. How much longer till California? Should be any day now. That sign we passed at 50 miles and that was yesterday morning. But we diverted. We always divert. Can't help the road was blocked. 
And honestly, it was for the best. We've had nothing but clear road here. It's almost too good to be true. Travel? Yeah. Why do you say that? Sure, we've had thrashers on our tail from time to time and shriekers as well, but for the most part, we've avoided a lot of the alien menace. Because of detours? That's help, but shit, this could have been a lot worse. Other than that night, we've done pretty good. Jay, stop walking. Jay? <sighs> I'm sorry, okay? <sighs> Jay, I know that. But anytime you or Kylie bring up that night, all I can think about is how I fucked things up. That's not the point. If the girl got away with the bike, who knows what would have happened. Odds are she would have escaped and we would have lessened our packs and sat three person to a bike. So then what is the point? You're a good guy, Jay. You care about people. We've been through a lot and we've traveled across the country and somehow you've managed to stay relatively the same. Meaning what? One of these days you'll be forced to adapt. That time hasn't come yet, but it will. <sighs> Harris still haunts my dreams. You say I haven't changed, but you didn't know me before all this. I have changed. I've made tough decisions. Just because I haven't adapted the way you think I should doesn't mean I haven't felt an impact from all this. I have. I know you probably don't believe me, but if it was between you and that girl, I would have pulled that trigger. But when she was on that bike and that tear slid down her eye and the blood poured from her wound, I couldn't do it. And if that means I haven't changed, then so be it. But I would have your back. I would have Kylie's back. I would have made the tough decisions. I just may not make the same decisions or come to the same conclusions as you. You didn't have to kill her. was good. We ended up finding a sheep and having ourselves a feast that night. That gonna be trouble? No, I left the carcass far enough away. Let him have it. We should put the fire out soon, though. Campsite still smells like meat. It may attract a few, but we shouldn't have any trouble with them. I'm not worried about the coyotes. I'm worried about the noises they make attracting others. You want first watch? Unless Jay does. But Jay wasn't even paying attention. He was staring off into the darkness. Jay! What? You want first watch? Oh, um, no. Okay. Kylie got up and kicked dirt on the fire. Then you two need to get to sleep. Ambridge, wake up. Oh, man. Morning already? It is for you. But there's something else. Coyotes? Worse. I sat up quickly. You don't look alarmed. I'm not. What is it, Kylie? Shrieker. Where? Shh. It's not close. Do we need to worry? I think it's best if I show you. I was confused, but quickly climbed out of my sleeping bag. The moon was bright in the sky and provided ample light. She held up her rifle and peered through the scope. Shit, where is he? It's alone? Yep, 
Hmm. There we are. I close one eye and peer through. See that massive shrub about a hundred yards from here? Uh, yeah, I think so. To the right, by the cactus? I don't see anything. On the ground. I aimed lower and saw something that looked like a dog. Is that a coyote? Then it moved, awkwardly, sliding across the ground. It was making noises earlier. Wait, that's the shrieker? I think it might be injured. It's crawling. Want to take a look? I lowered the rifle and scanned the area. You think it's safe? It's not far. Come on. Jay? Eh, let him sleep. You really think it's the only one? I haven't seen any other movement tonight. Cars? Nothing. Been quiet the whole time. Maybe that's why I was sleeping so well. When we reached the shrieker, it slowly turned its head toward us. Huh. It was calling out before, but it wasn't that same high-pitched shriek they normally do. The shrieker was like the one we found outside the gas station. It was scrawny, basically skeletal. Its sunken cheeks and eyes gave it a ghastly appearance. I don't see any noticeable injuries. It looks starved. The thing slowly turned and clawed the ground before us, trying to pull itself forward, but failing miserably. They don't eat people, do they? I haven't seen that. What about that alien vegetation? There's none around here. I haven't seen that either. Just the thrashers. Jay was pleased to see them eating. He was pleased? Excited is more the word. I think it has to do with his whole environmental work background. Huh. What do we do with Skeletor here? I'll handle it this time. I pulled out my knife, bent down, and quickly stabbed the thing through the top of its head. Okay. I guess that means I'll take care of the next one? I think it'll be Jay's turn. I decided to search the Shrieker's pockets. Its shirt was torn and falling off, but its cargo pants were still intact. I reached into the back pocket and found a wallet. Hey, Ambridge, if you need money, I can loan you some. I just want to give a face to the creature. <laughs> you don't like that face? It needs a little more... Warmth? Humanity. I opened the wallet. Not much in it besides a couple dollars, debit card, several coupons, credit card, bar gift certificates, and ID. Huh. What is it? This guy's traveled quite a bit. Where's he from? Albuquerque. Jesus, New Mexico? That's a couple hundred miles. Yeah, but we don't know when he was attacked. We don't know when he changed. That's true. What's his name? Kevin Arvis. Hmm. Kevin. He doesn't look like a Kevin. What does he look like? <laughs> Skeletor. I dug into the wallet more and found a photo. A young girl. I looked on the back. There was only a date. 4-2-2014. Think that's his daughter? Probably. Hey, Kylie, you told Jay we killed that girl? Yeah. Why? We didn't. We left her out there, wounded, in the middle of the desert, during a storm, alone. She's as good as dead. Kylie shrugged. We knocked her off the bike. And maybe if she didn't end up swinging her knife wildly at us, we would have helped. Would we? Maybe. Should I have told Jay differently? No, no, it's fine. I dropped the wallet and we made our way back to the campsite.
We all ended up getting good sleep through the night, which was nice. What shrieker? Me and Ambridge found one crawling not far from here. On its own? Yeah. Looked like that one we found in the woods, the dead one. It was skinny? Yeah. Wait a second. Where was it? Over there. You left me here while I was sleeping? What left? We weren't that far away. Jay, you were fine. What if Shriekers attacked? If they did, you would know. <sighs> Whatever. What happened to it? The Shrieker? We killed it. Jay, you think those things eat the vegetation? No. Why? Why would they be starving? I don't know. Come on, Mr. Science. You don't have a theory? I'm not a scientist. Yeah, but you study stuff. Remember our fun conversation about algal blooms? Sorry I missed that. That's completely different. Ambridge said you got excited over the thrashers feasting. Grazing. Whoa, sorry. The thrashers eat the vegetation. We've seen that several times. I even saw them picking at a chain link fence in the city. But they attack people. To spread the disease, I guess. I don't think they eat people. That's why there are so many shriekers. What do you mean? You can't create an army if you destroy your men. Is that from the art of war? It's like what's wrong with zombie movies. <laughs> well, shit, now I'm intrigued. What's wrong with zombie movies? The idea of a zombie is cool, but it doesn't make much sense. Zombies thirst for brains or human flesh. You watch a Romero film and people are getting ripped to pieces and then devoured. But the only way for someone to actually become a zombie is if they get bit and somehow get away. Then they eventually turn. If they're getting eaten, they can't turn. Thus, the zombie numbers don't grow. Yet, somehow there's always a bunch outside the compound or mall clamoring to get in. Once there's that many, they can't grow in volume. So thrashers infect and then leave. Shriekers, too. So then, what do they eat? Maybe nothing. Maybe that's why they're starving. But we've seen plenty that aren't. Maybe they were newly transformed. We don't know how long the one out there or the one by the gas station has been infected. Could have been right when all this started. You got a point, Jay. And there's not a lot out here. Wouldn't be hard for that one to become a straggler. Does that shock anyone else? Besides a few run-ins, it's been relatively clear. And the plant life, non-existent. Let's count ourselves lucky. It's only a matter of time before that changes. You think so? Not a doubt in my mind. The day was rather uneventful. When the sun was in the middle of the sky, we took a break. I reapplied some sunscreen, although it didn't really matter. I was already burnt on my face, neck, and arms. We may need to find some aloe soon. This shit is gonna sting. What happened to your bandana? Flew off at one point, and Jay didn't let me know. Sorry. You couldn't tell? I had it covering the back of my neck. Ah. If I saw it fly off, I would have said something. Or maybe Jay didn't want to turn around to retrieve it. Gotta make good time, right, Jay? No, that's not true. I'm kidding around. We're making good progress, though. No turnarounds today, and the road's been clear. No, there's been a lot of cars. Nothing we couldn't get around. Nothing like the highway. We should be in California soon, if not already. You think we might be? It's possible. 
Told you by bypassing Phoenix and every other town would pay off. We may have gotten lost a few times, but didn't take long to find our way back. I thought you said we were never lost. Never to the extent of worrying. Right. I'm gonna take a piss. Can you imagine if it stays like this? That would be beautiful. Every time I went to pee, I always checked to make sure the area was safe. I didn't want to be attacked the moment I started going to the bathroom. There were some hills to my left, but the rest of the area was flat, but a few scattered shrubs and cacti. In the distance, a small brown bird fluttered to a cactus, pecked it twice and fluttered off again. It was peaceful. Shit. Movement. Where the hell did it come from? I'd have to hold it for now. There was movement on the other side of some distant shrubs. They shook slightly again, and I instantly relaxed. Whatever it was, it was small and couldn't possibly be a threat. And I was right. The large tortoise was making its way down from the hill, slowly, neck stretched out as it meandered along. I was about to go back to my business when I saw the tortoise had a bluish-green tint to its shell. As I approached the tortoise, it picked up its pace, but I wasn't just seeing things. It had some of that alien vegetation growing on the back of its shell. It must have come from over the hill. Oh shit. I ran up the steep hillside, using my arms to grab onto jutting stones and loose sand. I reached the top. Dread consumed me. I couldn't believe what I was looking at. After nearly a week of nothing but desert, things would finally change. And this was worse than anything that we had seen before. End of All Hope Written by Robert M. Lamb Edited by Issa Yazdazade Starring Hope Ennis as Ava Nick Engelhardt as Mark Adam Jetmore as Jay Jack Austin as Ambridge Ariel Hack as Mia Gina Coyle as Kylie Krista Tolley as Teddy Jody Swenson as Stephanie Catabelle as Madison, Gareth Thomas as Sammy, Crystal Hall as Lane, Michael Moman as Roger, Evelyn as Brielle, and Ian Feller as Hudson. Co-starring Justin Alderson, Brian Messick, Sylvester Jacu, Corey Pettit, Brett Wilkins, Amber Simpson, Nora Darling, Sean Sullivan, Zane Bowman, Nora Darling, Connor Charlton, Joseph Harmon, Mark Karoftis, Megan Austin, and Robert M. Lamb. Music provided by Kevin McLeod of Incompetech.com, Eldritch Chachala of Nemesis Black at ReverbNation.com slash Nemesis Black, and Amberlyn Nicole at YouTube.com slash Amberlyn Nicole. If you enjoy this podcast, don't forget to rate and review. Visit www.7lamb.com for other audio dramas such as this one.
This has been a Seven Lamb production. You've worked hard for what you have. Your money, your assets, your 401k and home. Isn't it all worth protecting? Nearly one in four consumers have been a victim of identity theft. LifeLock Ultimate Plus helps protect your finances with up to $3 million in reimbursement. LifeLock alerts you to identity threats you might miss. And if your identity is stolen, your dedicated U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. Let LifeLock help protect what you've worked so hard for. Save 25% off your first year on LifeLock Ultimate Plus at LifeLock.com aware. Terms apply.